Social Ventures Australia brings you this podcast from the SVA Quarterly, the leading management publication for the social sector in Australia. I'm Karen Pratt, editor of the SVA Quarterly, and I'm here talking with Diana Ferner. Diana is with our consulting team and leads the disability work. Diana's written an article, How to Go About a Non-Profit Merger, and she's going to talk a little bit more about the article and what's behind it. So Diana, why should organisations in the social sector consider a merger? Mm. I think it's useful, first of all, to think about any form of collaboration in general, of which merger is one, but it's really thinking about is there an opportunity for me to partner with another organization to have greater impact for those I serve than I could on my own? And it could be everything from, is there a way for me to join resources to be more efficient, to invest together, to how do I share best practice, to how do I expand my product offering, service offering, geographic reach, or is there something else that I can do that is better for the people that I serve? So I think it just really comes down to that, which is, is there a partner I can work with who can make me better for my customers? Is there anything particular for those organisations that provide services in the disability sector that that makes it more suitable for a merger? Mm. I mean, we're seeing a lot of interest coming out in mergers in the disability sector. The massive reforms that are going on, I think we're seeing a lot of roll-ups of different smaller organisations. So oftentimes a bigger organization taking on some smaller organization, maybe a few group homes or two smaller organizations coming together. And I think what's happening is across the board, people are recognizing that we need to transform and adapt to the new environment that we're going to be in. But I think we're starting to see now with the Haswith-Nestephenson tipping murder uh, is it's not just about financial distress but actually looking at mergers as a strategic option to really unlock impact for the people that they serve. And so coming from a position of strength and trying to do more for the people that they serve is something that's becoming increasingly prevalent and something we hope to see more. And what's the tough reality of making a merger happen? (laughs) What's not tough about it? I think mergers are tough whether they're in the not-for-profit sector or in the for-profit sector. But there are a few things that I think make a not-for-profit merger particularly hard. The first is there's no notion of a purchase price where in the private sector you do often have a purchase price if it's an acquisition where there's a clear financial benefit for one organization or another and their shareholders. In the not-for-profit sector that's not quite as clear. You know, there's no sort of profit that anybody is holding. So it really comes down to how do we know something is better for the people that we serve? And I think making the case as to why it is that it's better for people that they serve and comparing that against the costs and risks of a merger can be more challenging in the not-for-profit space. But I think also on top of that, there's sort of um, one of the joys of working in the not-for-profit sector is there's so much heart and passion that everybody brings to the table. And so when you partner with another organization and you merge with them, you're fundamentally saying, I trust the new entity in whatever form it might take, but I trust that entity to provide the same care and thought towards the people I serve that I would myself. And I think that's hard. I think that's a hard emotional thing to wrap your head around and to have that trust with them. And then of course there are all sorts of people and culture issues as well, as with any other sort of merger, not-for-profit or for-profit. 
finding one CEO, finding one exact team, getting into one board, that's always going to be a challenge. Uh, you mentioned the House with No Steps and the Tipping Foundation merger, which SVA has been engaged with. And I know that you've been very excited about this merger. I have, yes. So tell us a bit about what excites you. Yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited about this merger. And it's not because they're coming together and forming Australia's largest disabilities-focused provider, which they are, but it's really the care and thought that they've put into thinking about why is it that this is better for the people that they serve and using that as the basis to drive their thinking throughout the entire merger. I've been really impressed by that. There has been a very strong focus on everything must be better for the customers, otherwise why do it? And not just leaving it at a you know motherhood statement level, but really drilling down to understand who are their customers, what are their pain points, and how can they come together to really make that better for them. So very excited about the promise of the merger. I think it holds the promise. Their vision is, I think, is something that's very exciting and compelling. Mm. Of course, they're early on the journey. They've just come together as an organization. Still a lot of hard work to be done in actually bringing together the two organizations. But hopefully we'll have some good stories that we can see down the line. And what was SGA's role in the merger? Sure. So we supported both organizations to develop the merger business case and to test that strategic rationale for whether or not they should merge. Uh, we helped to develop the design what the new organization should look like, the operating model, the strategy for the organizations, assisting with the merger planning implementation, um, facilitating the board and CEO selection and sort of everything, I suppose, in between. And what have you learned here that you want to share with other organizations who are considering or going through the process of merging? Mm. I think it's just really that mergers are hard, whether it is for the not-for-profit sector or the for-profit sector. And actually, if you look at statistics in the for-profit sector, one in three mergers destroy value and one in three create value. So the chances aren't actually that great. And it's a hard process. It's time consuming. It requires a lot of effort. But if done right and if done thoughtfully, there's a lot of promise behind mergers as well. So really thinking through clearly, what is the rationale for the merger? And really using that to sort of drive the thinking and with a focus on why it's better for the people that you serve. Very important to keep that in mind, especially when the going gets a bit tough. We've shared some of our lessons that we've learned as well in the framework for how we do this in the article. Related podcasts and articles can be found on the SVA quarterly site, www.socialventures.com.au forward slash SVA hyphen quarterly forward slash.